0: Hashtag SAFM 23 minutes after uh, 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Christine Mondoa, who is a news correspondent at Welle, joining us now from Brussels in Belgium. So days of violent protests have taken place all over France in response to the death of Nahel Marzok, who is 17 years old, or was 17 years old, at uh, the hands of the police. Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, missed a state visit to Germany today. He was uh, having a meeting with the mayors of 220 cities hit by the riots at um, Alisi Palace. One of the passengers was in the car, gave a statement to the police. How will all of these riots affect the preparations of the Rugby World Cup 2023 taking place in France from the 8th of September up until the 28th of October? Christine now joining us on the line. Christine, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us.
1: Good to be on the program, Alder.
0: So I see that President Emmanuel Macron, in that meeting with um, the mayors, indicated that uh, the riots peak has now passed. Do you get that sense as well?
1: Well, absolutely. Um, Over the last few days, we've seen that there are less arrests, uh, less violence incidents being reported uh, by the police. For example, overnight, there were 72 people arrested. The night before, it was about 150. Um, So it's gradually been going down. Um, And as the president told the mayors of the 200 municipalities today, the peak seems to have passed, as you were just saying. Um, But certainly there are isolated incidents here and there. A lot of that might also have to do with the time of the year. So it's summer holidays here in Europe. um, And you would find that a lot of the people from these communities um, who have heritage in in North African countries, Mm. this is actually the time that they take off and they go home uh, to to these countries because the holiday is quite, it's, it's a few weeks long. So some of that could also be playing into it. But certainly... There is still a very heavy police presence um, across France. Uh, still, they're deploying about 45,000 police officers, uh, especially in the major cities, in in Marseille, in Paris, um, as well as Lyon.
0: Yeah, is it clear as yet what the plan is now in terms of security um, security contingent, considering that you have uh, the Rugby World Cup coming up.
1: Well, that's certainly been, you know, a a big concern. Uh, There are a number of events on the calendar in France, including the Olympics at some stage. So this has been something that uh, President Macron specifically has been trying to, to get a handle of. I think... You know, initially, um, right in the off- like in the immediate aftermath of the incident happening, you know, President Macron came out and said that this was inexcusable; that there was there was there was just no justification for what had happened. And of course, he received a lot of backlash from that, from the police unions. But part of that was to also communicate to the public that we are with you, we understand that what's happened is an injustice. But that didn't seem to sort of quell uh, the anger among mostly young people who've been taking to the streets. Um, it's a situation that in a sense they were not fully prepared for they did not understand how bad things would escalate this was not um, in in the calculations for just considering the conversations that have been having had uh, in the aftermath to this Uh, but certainly all these calendar events um, are are on the minds of of officials as they try to to get into these areas and to quell uh, the violence so for now what we're seeing is this rapid deployment of police officers in some cases the gendarme which is troops uh, essentially being deployed to try and get ahead of things to protect uh, key infrastructures because, you know, the riots, um, you've seen people looting stores and shops, mm. uh, but also going after public facilities like libraries um, and other public officials' um, um Official buildings. So I think right now the the issue is just mass deployment of law enforcement, especially in the affected areas. But as we can already see, things seem to be quietening down now.
0: Yeah, and and I have to say, um, I, and I don't know whether there was any reference at all that was made to the Charlie Hebdo protest as well as the demonstrations that were taking place at the time back in 2015 with um, Josie Charlie is. Did the security cluster speak at all about lessons that have been learned from those major protests that took place prior um, to this particular event that has happened now or these particular riots that have taken place?
1: You know, Aldrin, there are a lot of um, complexities here. In fact, a a 2021 survey, um, this was uh, done by the Human Rights Ombudsman in France. So this is effectively the French government coming out to found that. Uh, black men, young men specifically, um, Arab-looking uh, men or, or Black-looking men, are more likely to be stopped, 20 times more likely to be stopped by uh, French police. Um, so this is something that is is known within the French system, that there is an inherent, what some people have explicitly called racism within the French policing system, but it's something that uh, the, the French government has been accused of absolutely ignoring, especially in these low-income areas. Uh, before that, you've had a number of incidents happening before. I mean, this is an incident that happened to be caught on camera, um, but these incidents happen on a daily, well, not somebody being killed necessarily, but yeah. this brutalization that you're likely to have a very hostile encounter with a police officer if you're a young black or Arab man uh, living in, in France. So there have been a number of um parallels drawn to previous incidents and whether or not the authorities have learned the lessons. But it's also been interesting to see how these, uh, what you would call riots, are being reported on, as opposed to, for example, the Yellow Fests, which were similar riots, where you had, or for instance, just not too far back when the French were protesting against uh, the pension reforms, right, when the government announced that people would have to work a little bit longer before they could Mm. retire. Similar scenes, people burning things down, but the language uh, around how it's reported, for example, takes a very different tone so again, for, for a lot of activists of, of racial equality in the country, this is just another one of those moments to show how un, unjust and and, 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 and equal uh, society in, in modern day France is today and perhaps a wake up call. Uh, for people like Emmanuel Macron, who has sort of been teetering on the edge of not really acknowledging uh, some of the injustices that people of color experience in France.
0: Yeah, Final one, um, the shops, we've seen um, the riots and the looting, the, the lootings that were taking place. Is it clear as yet when um, full business operations will ensue in France?
1: It's not clear. And in fact, uh, an official in France was was speaking today about, you know, what's really difficult to tell you right now is just the amount of lost revenue uh, when it comes to tourism, because a lot of people have actually suspended their plans in visiting um, in visiting Paris and, and these major cities in France. As I mentioned, it's European summer holidays right now. So this is typically the time a lot of tourists will be flocking in uh, to, to big cities, major cities like Paris. Uh, what we know so far is that the damage is estimated to be at about 1 billion euros, and this is just a, a low estimate, uh, it's likely to be far higher than that. We know that a number of luxury shops and and all other sort of facilities that people and tourists would like to visit have still been barricaded off. I think until the security officials signal to people that it's now okay, uh, will people be comfortable? But we're likely looking at a scenario where even the president himself is advised that people need to remain cautious uh, in the coming days. He's by no means called an end to the violence. Um, People are still prone to loot and and get up to all sorts of trouble. Um, So, so you're likely to see that for at least the next coming days. Um, but they are under pressure uh, to to quell the situation so that business could resume as normal because, of course, this is making or taking a massive financial toll. And that was a big component of the discussions today that the mayors had with uh, President Macron to say, who's going to pay? For all the damage that's been done, the commitment they receive from the French government is that the government would help and assist in rebuilding damaged public facilities. But all the uh, private infrastructure, uh, of course, that would be something that is left to the municipalities and, of course, the private players to sort out on their own. So there is uh, a mounting uh, costs uh, in Paris right now. And of course, the tourism aspect being a major part of that uh, because that is a huge revenue income for a lot of people in France.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Christine Mundo, there, Wella news correspondent based in Europe. It's a minute after half past three.